Good morning. Welcome to the Cape League Roundup. Good morning. It is the 6th of July, 2022. I'm Chris Lynch, and we've got one single solitary game from last night to take a look at. And it is a 4-4 tie between the Orleans Firebirds and the Brewster Whitecaps. Played at Eldridge Park last night. And this game had kind of an interesting rhythm across the whole course of it. Because the teams ended even in the hits and runs category. Brewster committed two errors in this game. Orleans committed none. But the uh, hits and runs are even. 4-10 and ten for both sides. And the... Uh, the starting pitcher for Brewster had a great game. Grant Taylor from LSU threw the first six innings with only five hits given up, five runs. Whitecaps were able to get three of their four runs off of the Orleans starter Alex Amalfi from UMass Boston, who throws the first three and two-thirds innings, gives up six hits, three runs. All three of them were earned. He struck out four guys. And then they were able to bullpen their way for much of the rest of it, Cam Jones from Georgia State through the next two and a third, give up, gave up one hit, um, but didn't walk anybody, didn't uh, give up a run. Shane Telfer from Pepperdine through the next inning and a third. He did give up one more run. I'll let you know how that came home in a second. And they gave the last inning and two thirds to Chris Clark from Harvard, who threw the last inning and two thirds with one hit given up, one walk and two strikeouts. It was kind of a different story for the Whitecaps. Their starter was really, really solid, and their bullpen was not as solid. Uh, Matthew Bedford from Notre Dame came on in relief after Grant Taylor. He threw just one inning, gave up two hits and a run. And the big uh, rough outing was Colton Sunloff, who threw just one inning and gave up two hits and three runs on one big booming swing of the bat to get all the runs back. Orleans catcher Garrett Guimet hit a three-run home run from Southern California that made the game even at four apiece in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Brewster had their big three-run outburst in the fourth. They were able to uh, get a little creative. Carson Martini had a double that brought home Grayson Tatro and Logan Bravo, and then Javier Vaz with a RBI base hit to bring home Carson Martini That made it Three to nothing at that point. Orleans got one run back in the bottom half of the seventh inning off of a fielder's choice, really uh, was an error by the Whitecaps second baseman. Brewster got one more run in the top half of the eighth inning. Trevor Warner scores on a single by Logan Bravo that ended up making it a 4-1 game at the time before the Guillemet home run that ended up tying the game up at four apiece. And nobody got a run home in the ninth inning, despite both sides threatening in the ninth inning and having a couple of guys on base. So 4-4 ends up being the final. These teams get one more draw thrown onto their ledger, which makes the standings kind of interesting the way that we are looking at this thing now. So in the West, YD remains in first place, but only by two points. 11-7-3 11-7-3 is their record. They have 25 points. Uh, they lead the Brewster Whitecaps by uh, just two points, 23-4 Brewster at 10-8-3. They've tied their last two games 
They're 5-2-3 and three in their last 10 games. So a couple of games now, two consecutive, in which they had opportunities to win it but couldn't quite uh, get over that hump. Orleans, now 9-9-3 nine, nine, and three overall at 21 points, dead even in the race. They are third, and they are six points clear of fourth place Hartwich, which means that uh, the top three teams in the East are starting to separate themselves a bit from the bottom portion. It's only four points separating third from first. It is six points separating third from fourth. Harwich and Chatham bringing up the rear. Harwich is two points ahead of the Chatham A's for the last playoff spot. Out West, Katuit still leads. Uh, they have the, still the best record in the league despite losing their last two consecutive games. 14-4-3 is their overall record with 31 points. They still have the best run differential in the league. They have lost their last two games, so they're looking to try and get themselves straightened out. And uh, second place, they're five points ahead of, are the Hyannis Harborhawks. 11-6-4, they have 26 points. Worth noting, the first two teams in the West have more points than the first place team in the East. 26 points, and Hyannis is 6-1-3, and three, a team that is hitting very well right now, and you don't really want to be dealing with these guys. Bourne, 8-8-5 eight, eight, on the summer, 21 points with their so with ties in their last two games. There are a lot more draws this season than there were last year, and there's a lot more kind of even play so far. A lot more games are coming to those sorts of dead heats, which is really a bit unusual, actually, for uh, how competitive this can be. So, uh, Bourne is in third. They are five points behind Hyannis, who themselves are five points behind Katuit. Bourne's only three points up on Falmouth for the fourth playoff spot, who is only up one point on Wareham for the fourth and final playoff spot. So Falmouth and Wareham contesting for that last spot. Bourne isn't that much further ahead. Hyannis, some distance between them and third place, and Katuit, some distance between them and second place. Well, after only one game last night on the Tuesday night, Wednesday, full up of baseball, all 10 teams are playing. First up, Katuit and Brewster. The Cataliers will be throwing Dalton Rogers from the University of Southern Mississippi. He has an 11.57 ERA. He had one tough start against Wareham. The team ultimately did win the game, but he pitched only two and a third with three runs given up one, one hit, one walk, and one strikeout. So he'll be looking for a better time of it. Liam Simon from Notre Dame is taking the bump for the Whitecaps. This will be his second start, and he didn't have a great time of it his first time out. Three and a third against Orleans in what ended up being a 6-4 loss. Uh, he gave up two hits, walked three, struck out four, and gave up three earned runs. So he'll be looking for a better outing this time than his last time out. At McKeon Park, the Harbor Hawks are hosting the Bourne Braves. No probable listed for Hyannis. Adam Tullock from Arizona State is the probable for Bourne. And he has had... Eh, he's had one bad outing in which he gave up six runs. Six hits, six runs. All of them earned with six strikeouts in uh, a 7 nothing loss against Katuit. He's been okay in his other two starts, four innings against Chatham, which the team ended up winning, and four and a third against Harwich, which the team ended up winning. So they're hoping for uh, a better outing out of him. Spillane Field plays host to the Wareham Gatemen and Orleans Firebirds. Wareham doesn't have a probable listed. Orleans will be going with Bryce Warricker from Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. 
And he had been kind of limited in the amount of times he was throwing. He was used as a relief pitcher until his uh, last time out against Chatham, in which he was magnificent. His last time out on the 29th against the Anglers, six innings, no runs, no hits, no walks, seven strikeouts. And they really let him go. Six innings in this league is a long time. So uh, good work by him, and we'll see how he uh, performs in his second what they hope to be a second long start. Uh, Falmouth will be hosting YD. The Commodores slated to throw Josh Roberge from Chelmsford, Massachusetts, and from Southern New Hampshire University from the Penmen. Uh, he'll be making his Cape League debut. He faces Ivan Romero from San Diego, who's been out here for a little bit, uh, appeared in two games as a reliever. Second time, they let him go for a bit and throw four and a third in what ended up being a 2-2 tie with Bourne, in which he struck out eight. They gave him the start against Harwich his last time out on the 28th and was really good. 9 nothing win over the Harwich Mariners. Five innings thrown, two hits, no walks, and three strikeouts. So they may have found somebody for their rotation, which is a big-time benefit to a team that kind of doesn't need much more help. They're already really good. Uh, and Veterans Field will be hosting the last two teams in the East. The Chatham A's will be throwing Nicholas Regalado from Florida Southwestern State, who's been pretty good so far. Uh, he's had one kind of tough luck loss in which uh, against Brewster, he threw four innings and gave up one hit, excuse me, two hits and one run with five strikeouts and a walk in a game that the Whitecaps ended up winning two to nothing. So he didn't pitch badly. He just got kind of unlucky. He'll be opposed by Eric Razelman from LSU, who was pretty all right his first time out against Hyannis, threw four and two-thirds with two runs, only one of them earned, gave up four hits, walked three, struck out one. But again, kind of a tough luck loss and hoping to straighten out his performance uh, today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cape League Roundup podcast. We hope you get out and enjoy some beautiful Cape Cod summer and enjoy some Cape League baseball. (laughs) 